Welcome to The Art of Medicine, the program that explores the arts, business, and clinical aspects of the practice of medicine. I'm Dr. Andrew Wilner, and my guests today are Diane and Bruce Milner. Welcome. Hey, Dr. Wilner. How are you? So by way of introduction, Diane and Bruce have become very good friends after they sold me and my wife our first house in Memphis about three years ago. And today's program is going to be about real estate, about purchasing a private home, a home for yourself, a home for the young doctor, and everything you need to know, because Bruce and Diane have sold many homes to physicians, often coming from out of state to an unfamiliar unfamiliar place, just like I did, because of a very attractive job. So it was a great job, but what about a house? You need a place to live. So we're going to explore all the questions that come to mind when you're coming to buy your first new home, which is expensive. <laughs> and uh, it's many doctors have been living in an apartment up until this time where you can walk away. All of a sudden you got a house tough to walk away. So it's a big investment. So let's talk about first. Give me your background. How long have you two been doing real estate in Memphis? I started in 1998 when we moved. We relocated to Memphis, so I've been through the whole process. And oh, you did so it yourself. Did you, did you have an agent help you? Uh... I had an agent that a real estate company recommended, and we used her. And she's actually the reason that I got into real estate. Ah, okay. Well, that was my next question. What was it about real estate that, uh, you know, grabbed your heart? Why are you still doing it 20 plus years later? She seemed to see a natural ability and willingness to help people and grasp the whole concept very quickly. She even, in fact, mentored me and asked me to work for her right away. And you did. And I did. And it worked. <laughs> And she must have been right because you're still doing it and things are working out. And yes. uh, Bruce, you're just along for the ride. How did how did you get involved in this? I was 28. Uh, I mean, I was 20 years in uh, uh, with an orthopedic company called Smith and Nephew. So many of the people you're uh, you're sending this out to probably know uh, Smith and Nephew. So I was 20 years with with them. Uh, they actually were suggesting we go to Minneapolis and. Uh, one of the things we talked about is probably not going to Minneapolis in our, our lives for our four children that we have. So uh, I decided that uh, after a small uh, uh, stint with a other, another medical company, I joined Diane in real estate in 2002. So I've been in it since 2002, uh, Dr. Wilner. And uh, um, so she, she sort of drug me kicking and screaming from the executive corporate world into the sole proprietor independent world but uh thank goodness she, she was calm patient and 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 basically kind of walked me through that process it took us quite a while to get there but we did and and now it's it's, it's great because the two of us working together has really worked out well for the two of us so, so it's, it's uh, <laughs> i was very uh, do you want to repeat that is that something you could repeat yeah, he had his own private mentor. Yeah, I had a, I had a yeah. custom coach. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's uh, two real estate agents for the price of one, right? From the wow. consumer's uh, point of view. And I remember when we worked together, uh, Diane, you were just, you were incredibly patient. And Bruce was more on sort of the mechanical side, you know, like the roof and the sprinkler and, you know, the pool pump. He, he knew all sort of the, the gadgets <laughs> and the, the down to earth stuff. And you were more about showing the house and, and the kitchen and the market. And so it, it seemed to work out uh, pretty well. Okay, so here's the scenario. I'm a young physician. I just finished, you know, five years of residency. I've been living in an apartment. I don't even know if that apartment has one room or two rooms because 90% of my time I'm at the hospital. I just got this great offer to go to, let's say, Memphis, since that's where we are. And uh, I got to find a place to live. And uh, I have a serious girlfriend and maybe we're going to get married. Maybe not. I think she's coming with me. You know, there's a little bit of uncertainty there. And the job looks great, but of course, I've never lived in Memphis, and I've never worked at the job before. I think it's going to be great. They're going to pay me a really good salary. So I've talked to some people, and they said, oh, I can, I can afford, you know, X dollar house because of my salary, and I don't know what to do. So here I am. I'm with you guys. Should I buy a house? Should I rent? What, what should I do? You talk to me first. What we do is get to know each other so that we feel comfortable talking to each other. I get to know what your needs are. I'm going to send you to a lender. You want to know what you're qualified for. You want to know, I, or excuse me, I want to know what your budget is because I want you to be comfortable with your house payment, not buy something just because you're qualified or a higher priced home. Or a higher money. Are there any, that. you know, are there any guardrails or, or sort of set up, you know, what percentage of my gross salary should I be spending on my house? Is there some number I can use as a reference point or, or it's just up to me? Not really. It, it's a comfort level. It depends on what your financial position is at the moment. Honestly, they, they, the, the, the financing institute. Uh, Dr. Wilner looks at your debt ratio. They look at your income. They look if you have a contract or not a contract. So they'll go through a, a broad brush stroke to really determine what you are capable of. And then you and your family work with us so that we can determine, you know, the, the, the right amount of budget you want to utilize every month. All right. Let me step back for a second. Should I just rent for a year? and see if everything works out or should I jump into the house? That depends on your comfort zone. If you really wanna to get to know a city or try and determine what areas you wanna live in, how long of a commute you wanna have, you can rely on me or Bruce to help you with that. We know where the areas are that are gonna have better resale. That's, that's something you won't know if you are renting your rent is going to be more expensive than what you would pay for a mortgage payment. That rent is not something you're going to get back when you decide to leave after two, four years. If you are investing in a home, that is going to build equity for you. You'll have something to sell and have equity for your next move. I think I think she's right. You really have to look at all the parameters, Dr. Wilner. If it's a single person that really wants to be very close, walk to work, and really not have transportation, then it's kind of a different animal 
than somebody that might be married or have children. Uh, so those parameters really come into effect. We sort of look at those in that initial conversation. Uh, we, we, we want to do exactly what you do in medicine. We want to determine what the needs are before we do the surgery, right? So that's that piece where we're discussing, you know, what to do in that scenario with the, the potential client that's moving here and working with us through that process. They may want to live in a rural area. We never know. So often we'll show them a uh, 40 acre uh, white picket fence horse farms with a tractor and then they realize they have to mow the lawn and it's too far from town. And so they wanna move downtown to a different area that's closer to a walk to work. So we, 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 we're responsible to help with that. So Based on, I'm going to draw on your experience here. Based on your experience, a new physician comes to town, they work with you. They really don't know what they want, but eventually figure it out and they buy a house. How long do they stay in that first house? Assuming they, they keep the job, right? They kept the job, so they're there. What's the average length of stay? I mean, do they stay there until they retire, you know, 30 years later? Um, do they move up? Do they move back? What happens? What, what's the natural history of buying your first house? The first house is, it's going to be maybe two to four years. So much happens to the young physicians when they move to town. They're, either they get married or they are married, then they have family or they get pets, dogs, and they end up wanting a larger home because we all accumulate stuff. We, our needs change, period. Life goes on. So they talk to people, they visit people, they become social, they find out new areas in town, they find a new home. They, they just want to change their lifestyle. So is it a forever home? No, it really isn't. So two to four years. Well, that makes me feel better because we've been in this house now, uh, I guess, two years, a little bit more. My wife informs me that the kitchen is too small. When we moved in, it was a really big kitchen, and uh, now it's too small. And uh, there's a, a lot of other changes that have happened, so we're starting to look, and that's why we've been communicating recently. It's like, well, do we want to – and also geography. I think that's very important. I live right near work, and that seemed the obvious thing, but we've discovered that our friends live in a different neighborhood. So it's like, well, you know, we didn't know that because we didn't have any friends before. So it turns out all the friends are in a different neighborhood. So do we want to be, you know, closer to them? So it's a, life seems to be a moving target. So that's the normal then. Yes, it is. Right. You'll, also look at, uh, you'll also look at, you know, history just in the United States, we used to move every three to five years regardless. That was an average across all the country. Now it's gone up. It's about every seven to 12 years that people move. And again, it's determined on the family process because as the family grows, then the needs grow. And so that's where you have to make modifications, Dr. Miller. So nuts and bolts, I'm applying for my mortgage and they tell me there's something called a physician's mortgage because I'm a physician and, and our audience today is, you know, physicians buying their first home. So do I, do I want a physician's mortgage? What does that mean? Yes, you do want a physician's mortgage because the parameters are different than a loan that you would get through a normal mortgage company or a bank. 
they you can get into a home for a hundred percent down. Your more, your debt ratio is going to be fifty percent, which is higher than a bank or normal lender would be able to do for you. You will not have PMI, which will make your house payment lower. Um, Tell us what PMI is. What's it? What's a PMI? Private mortgage. In, private mortgage insurance. So, in a normal loan, to eliminate that private private mortgage insurance payment, which is added to your mortgage payment every month, you have to put down 20% of the purchase price of the house. Well, residents and people who have been through college for a number of years and have student loans, they don't have that kind of cash. And that's why a physician loan was designed so that you could get into a home even before you have a job, you can get a loan. Whereas a normal mortgage company, mm. you have to provide two months worth of paychecks. But with a physician loan, they know that you are under contract to go to work at a hospital so you can find your house and move in before you actually start work. Okay, I think it's important to say that we're recording this October 12th, 2020. And we're still in the midst of COVID. So one of the things that's affected our, our, our lives is our, our virtual communications. Are you using uh, virtual stuff for real estate? Definitely. Every day. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, in fact, I sold two of my physicians this summer sight unseen. They never saw the house until they came to close on the property and move their families in. So they saw it uh, virtually. You gave them a tour with their uh, webcam and uh, they saw the house that way. So this is now a normal way to do things. It is. In fact, the showing system that we use that makes the appointments for houses that we're going to show, they actually ask if it's going to be a virtual showing or not. Wow, so it's that normal. It's like, oh, people are really gonna come to the house? So uh, from the owner's point of view, does, is this maybe that means they don't actually have to leave the house, right? Because it's already pre-recorded. So right. they can step outside while I'm walking around with a camera. Mm -hmm. But I mean, do you do it on the spot or do you just do it? And you use that showing for a week or two. No, I actually it's like FaceTime on the spot so that my buyers can see the room as I'm seeing it. They can ask questions or ask me to go back to a certain room or ask what kind of refrigerator it is. How big's the garage? Does it ah, have extra? Okay. So it's real time. It's not just a pre-recorded video um, like on concierge auctions, you know, they have these right. beautiful house home tour, but you can actually interact. So it's an yes. interactive uh, virtual tour. Oh, okay. Right. All right. Well, that, that should cover most things. And then, of course, the house would be inspected before you buy it to, for things that you didn't happen to see. But I think that really puts more of a burden. You tell me if I'm right. More of a burden on you to point out the pros and cons. And by the way, you know, the oven was put installed backwards, but it still works. I mean, you got to point out these little things that somebody might not notice on your virtual tour. Is it more work for you? You do. You want to do that. It's part of the service. It's a concierge service. So uh, with the experience that we have, it helps mm -hmm. so that we notice those kinds of things. 
you've probably shown maybe you showed that house you know 10 years before when when it went through a different part you're probably seeing some homes oh. like over and over again possible very possible yes it's happened before there's very few streets for a real good professional that knows a metropolitan area there's very few streets you can't drive down that you say i didn't sell something here if you've got a good history of 20 plus years Right. So, so that that's a, a real value for uh, for finding an agent who lives personally in the area and who has lived there for a long time and worked there for a long time. Um, I personally enjoy uh, looking at homes because I see neighborhoods that I never go to. You know, I've got my own little routine every day and every now and then I'll stray off it. But when you go look at a house, you go, wow, I didn't even know that neighborhood was was there. So you must have done a lot of that over the years. Definitely. Almost every week we go out and actually tour ourselves. So we're continuing to look for things that are available for our clients uh, on, on a regular basis. One no, last one question. What, timeline. So I'm a fellow. I'm finishing up my training. It's March and I've got my contract. I'm going to start July 1 in, in Memphis. How much time do I need to find my house? You know, when, when should I start looking? I don't want to buy it before I get there. On the other hand, I need it when I get there. I don't want to be living, you know, in a hotel for three months. What should I be thinking? You kind of want to move backwards. So you take the escrow period safely. You want to give it 45 days. Define escrow for me, please. That's where you go under contract and the beginning of the work for the mortgage company in determining how, uh, what the qualification is and whether to get this loan approved and all of the underwriting services that go, that are necessary. To so, is this really, so from the time you say yes and the owner says yes, and there's a lot of finance, unless you're gonna give them you know, $400,000 cash on the table, um, right. which is probably pretty rare. Uh, it's got to go through the banking system and they're going to double check everything and go to the attorney's going to say the title is good and uh, the inspector's going to say the roof doesn't leak and then then it then it's a deal, right? It's a, the financial. So that's yes. a 45-day period. Okay, so we need at least 45 days and I guess right. a lot more time because you got you got to start looking. You do have to start looking. And in this market, it's a little difficult because the houses are selling so quickly because there's no, I should say, not as much inventory. So there's more buyers than there are homes for sale. Right. So at this particular moment in time, in October 2020, the uh, it's a little bit difficult to buy a house in the, because there aren't that many available. So supply and demand, the prices are expensive. Because the, the, it's a, what do you call it? It's a seller's market, right? If I put a high price on my house, I might get it because there's so many people that want my house. But on the other hand, then I move out and I'm the buyer now. Now, now, it, now it reverses. So if you're, uh, you know, if, you're, if you're retiring to a condo, it's a great time to sell your home, right? Because you're going to get uh, peak, uh, peak. But if you're, if you're going to buy a bigger house, maybe not so much. Well, so if, if someone was moving to Memphis and they want to get a hold of you, uh, what's the best way to find you? 
I think the easiest way would be to go to the website that we have. Uh, you can Google the Milner team or- Milner team, okay. And I'll put the website up here on, uh, on YouTube. Can you spell it out for me? Is it complicated? M-I-L-N-E-R, the oh. Milner team, or my name, which podcast is... listeners that can't see the video. All right. Diane, that forwards to Diane at DianeMilner.com. DianeMilner.com is the website. Perfect. Well, that's right. I always forget to tell people that. D-I-A-N-N-E. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Diane and Bruce, I want to thank you very much for uh, speaking with me on the art of medicine about uh, physicians who are moving to town and buying your first home. Thanks very much. Thank you very much. Dr. Roller, thanks for having us. Talk soon.